you're very welcome back. Uh, Owen McGee of Prosperous Financial, our financial advisor, is in answering your questions today as he does every Thursday afternoon. 53106, if you have more of them, get them into us. Owen, you're very welcome. Thanks. Uh, this is an interesting one. I, I suspect it's uh, not everyone would be in this boat. Hi, Owen. I'm 23 years of age. I earn 34 grand a year. My rent is 300 a month. I have a company car, but I find it very difficult to save. What would you recommend? Stop buying avocados. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. No, look, that's an amazing position to be in. And the first thing you need to do is accept that you're in an amazing position. You've got 300 quid a month in rent. A lot of people would be very happy with that. You've got a car underneath you that you're not paying for. It's a company car. And yet you might have BIK, but maybe not, depending on what way it's set up. But you are making a good salary as well. And really what you need to do is... is you, I would suspect what's happened here is, is that your lifestyle has, you've suffered with lifestyle creep. So your lifestyle has creeped up to the income that you have and therefore you're now feeling that you're struggling to save on a month-to-month basis. Save at the start of the month, spend your money for the rest of the month. It's as simple as that. Do the savings first, not the lifestyle first. I I understand that a lot of people would hear that query and go, cop on might be what you should do. But having said that, most 23-year-olds aren't saving loads of money, aren't building their pensions they're mostly yeah but hold on a second most, about the place. Yeah, but most 23 year olds haven't got 300 month in rent I know they don't but but is it bad to sow your financial wild oats as it were in your youth and then you know cop on when you're you know 25 28 30 is that stupid <sighs> It, look, it's what we all do and it's what you would expect to do, but you have no idea how much advantage you can make of your finances if you actually get in early. Like, look at the Germans as a particular example. By their late 20s, they it wouldn't be unusual for them to have 100 grand in their pension pots. Really? Yeah, and we'd get to a retirement with an average pension pot of about 100 grand. And that's because it's forced on them. It's yeah. the way the system works over there. And also, they don't tend to own property, so they want to have a nest egg because they don't necessarily think they're going to own a house. And that's a really good point. We like to buy property so and if you think about the raw basics financial of why we want to own property it's so that when we stop working and our income goes down we don't have to pay rent whereas the Germans say hold on a second actually it does make financial sense because I've got stability and I can stay in this house for 20 years if I want to and I can paint the walls and do all of that but what I do need to know is is that I'm going to have to pay rent in my later years when I'm not working so pension becomes much more important. So I need a pot. Uh, Someone says Owen I need to buy a new eight seater car. I can't really afford it but I don't have a choice. This one is unfixable. What is the best or cheapest option to buy a car? Is it a bank loan, a PCP or the original old fashioned higher purchase? PCPs, you guys are against PCPs aren't you? Us guys, yeah. You you people who know about money. (laughs) You people who actually can read the documentation and say that doesn't make sense. As opposed to me. A perfect example there was a buddy of mine this morning his car is three years old today he's on PCP and he says oh, yeah, I'm going over and uh, I just have to come up with the deposit and I said oh yeah that deposit that you put onto the PCP at the start now you're being asked to put it like the, so he would have traded in a car at the start and that was his deposit and now it's back down to just enough to clear off the minimum value and, and it doesn't always work like that but now he has to fork up more cash again to get back onto the PCP do, do train Do people do it to drive flash cars? 80%. This is an unregulated industry, right? But 80%. When you see someone driving down the road in a new car, 80% of the time it's not a new car, it's a new loan. That's what they've just got. So, and what I would be worried about, this person has just said they want to buy an eight-seater, which is going to be expensive. And they're talking about PCP, which means they're thinking about buying new. And they've said in the same question that they can't afford it. So I would be saying, first thing, when you're buying a car, Two-year-old cars will have somewhere between 40 and 70% of their value written off already. Let someone else take that hit. But equally, couldn't you buy a five-year-old car that would still be grand or a six or seven? I don't know how old cars can, whatever. Much longer than they used to. 
but absolutely if you're willing to go kind of five six years old now your depreciation so the amount of it the value it goes yeah, down yeah. by on a year to year basis is much less than so it is, is in it, the first couple is of it years get a credit union loan and, and, and an older car credit union if you're loan, broke. older car is the route to go and just get a mecha- pay a mechanic I to come like out I'm and have a look at it every week. you're actually telling it I'm just here to facilitate yeah, you telling just, everyone just me giving my advice <laughs> um, someone says hi Owen and Kira. I am in my mid 50s Oh, I don't have a pension. I work in the private sector. My salary was 30 grand before the crash, but we had to take wage cuts. I now earn 20 grand and I've earned that for the last 11 years. As I say, I don't have a pension. I'm really trying to save, but the most I could possibly put aside is 100 euros per month because I'm still paying a mortgage. Is that worth anything? Should I do it? You absolutely should do it. It's never too late. It's never too soon to start pension. But just to put that person's mind at ease. What we say about the state pension. So the state pension is €12,700 roughly a year. That's what you get for your old age contributory pension when you've paid enough PRSI over your working life. And if this person has been working, it sounds like they will have enough. 12700 is more than 50% of the wage they're currently on. Okay. Now, and they're also on the good side of it in terms of in their kind of mid or late 50s, I think they said. Mid. Uh, mid 50s. When I'm dealing with a private client... If they're under the age of 40, we say you're not going to get your private pension. You're not going to get your state pension at all because there are five people working, paying PRSI for every one person that's retired right now. Are you saying there's a very significant chance that if you're a 38, even though you're paying your PRSI, even though you're chipping in your US thingy, whatever, and all that, that you're not going to get a state pension at this all? This is opinion. It's not fact. But you're, no that's chance. What, that's what you think. No chance, Kira. Whoa. Like, think about five people working, paying PRSI. I hear and, you. And... Everything that PRSI covers, there's only going to be two people working for every one person retired by the time 2050 comes around. So that person is in their mid 50s. They have a much better chance of getting a state pension than you or I does. And I'm going to put us both in the same bracket there. Yeah, cool. Um, but what I'll I take it. what I would say is what I would say is is under 40, we we assume there's going to no chance. If they get it, it's a bonus, but I really don't think they're going to get it. Get it. Back to the original question: 100 euros a month, 50 euros a month, 20 euros a month. It's the most efficient tax vehicle you can use. It absolutely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. what they should be doing is, is they should be targeting on that salary, assuming they have enough years of service. If they could manage to get their pot anything up to €30,000 or even twenty or €10,000, they will be able to take it all out tax free. So they'll put €100 Euros in and it'll cost them €80 Euros after tax because yeah, yeah. they're in the lower rate and everything accumulates up to including the growth will grow tax-free and they will get it all out tax-free based on that salary assuming they've more than 10 years service. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I'm afraid we are out of time and we didn't get to the questions. Owen isn't doing a Facebook Live. Uh, I'm sure he'll do one next week or the week after or whatever. But we are out of time. Thank you, Owen. Uh, on Lunchtime Live here today, thank you all for taking uh, the time out to listen and indeed to, to chat to me. Sean Moncrief is up next. Do stay tuned for him. My thanks as ever to the team today to uh, Michael Quilligan to Claire Darmody to Emma Cawley and indeed to Ross Leahy we will be back at 12 o'clock for the craziness that is Lunchtime Live and Unscripted do get in touch with us 1890 is the comment line I'd love to hear from you about the mad things you want to talk about tomorrow but for me Kira, have a wonderful Thursday thank you for listening thank you for talking